Good morning, good morning, New Covenant Worship Center. Welcome, welcome this morning. Everyone on Facebook, YouTube, we are here in the building for this beautiful, awesome, amazing Mother's Day. We have a beautiful sunny day, amen, and we're just grateful for what God is doing here at New Covenant Worship Center. You all look amazing, and I'm telling you, we're in for an awesome time in the Lord on today. We come to bless his name. We come to magnify him. We come to exalt him and lift him up as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. So listen, I need you all who are at home, who are watching virtually, I need you to share this, I need you to comment, I need you to like, I need you to get excited, amen, because it's our family and friends day along with this Mother's Day, and we invite you all out to fellowship with us on today. We're going to have an awesome time. I'm telling you, God is good. It's good to see Mother Harper in the building again, amen. Thank God for my Uncle Wesley back there. He's looking good, got on his pink, amen. Smooth as butter, amen. Come on, y'all, let's, let's stand out feet, amen, as we begin to offer up prayer this morning. Come on, give the Lord a hand praise, amen. Come on, make some noise for Jesus in the building, for he is worthy to be praised, he is worthy to be magnified. So, Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning, God, to give you all the glory, God. We come to bless you this morning, God. We come to tell you thank you on today, Father God. We thank you, Lord, for another opportunity, Lord, to come into your presence on today, God. We thank you for your power, God. We thank you for your love, God. We thank you, Lord, for your tender mercy towards us on today, Father God. And Lord, we just come to lift you up this morning, God. We come to magnify your holy name on today, Father God. As Lord, we come to worship, God. We come to praise you, Father God. We come to magnify you and make you large in this place on today, God. As we say thank you this morning, God. Thank you for your grace today, God. Thank you for your love and kindness toward us, God. Thank you that you allow the sun to shine on us on today, Father God. That we're yet in the land of the living on today, God. That, Lord, you gave us breath in our body on today, God. You gave us activities of our limbs on today, Father God. And, Lord, we had a mind, Lord, to come in to praise you, Father God, to worship you, Father God, to magnify your holy name on today, Father God. And, Lord, we just welcome you on today, God. We come to lift you up on today, Father God. And we ask you to saturate this place this morning, God. Fill this place with your power, God. Fill this place with your glory, God. Allow your Holy Spirit, God, to move freely in this place on today, God. Remove every restriction, God. Remove the boundaries on today, Father God. We release and remove the limitations, God, that, Lord, your anointing will flow freely on today, God. And, Lord, we're in great expectation, God, for a mighty move of God in this place, God. And, Lord, we ask you to touch today, God. We ask you to heal today, God. We ask you to deliver today, Father God. Stir up this atmosphere, Father God. Stir up this place on today, God, that our hearts and minds, God, are in tune to the spirit on today, God. And Lord, we come, Lord, to bow in your presence on today, God. But there is no other name where men shall be saved but by the name of Jesus Christ, God. And we bow at your name, God. We honor your name, Father God. We lift your name up on today, God. But you said that if I be lifted up from the earth, I will draw men unto me on today, God. And Lord, we thank you today, God. We praise you today, God. We honor you on today, Father God. And Lord, we ask you to saturate this place with praise on today, God. Allow worship to go forth, God, in a mighty, powerful way on today, God. Use us for your glory, Father God. Use us for your benefit on today, Father God. That the atmosphere is being stirred, God. That the people are being stirred and touched at home on today, God. We ask you to anoint the speaker on today, God. That, Lord, you will fill her mouth, God, with the things, God, that are necessary, God, and needed for this house in this season, God. And, Lord, we're open, God, for the power of your revelation. 
knowledge, God, but the power of your wisdom, God, but the power of your healing touch on today, God. Lord, move freely like never before, God, as we come to offer a praise and worship, God, as the sound begins to come, God. We become that we come to lift you up today, God. I need you to make a joyful noise unto the Lord. I need you to begin to release your power in your voice on today, God, and begin to say thank you this morning, God. Just begin to bless them with your words on today, God. Begin to adore him, God, and admire him on today, God. For he is lovely, he is kind, he is mighty, he is powerful, he is all-knowing, he is our El Shaddai, he is our Jehovah Jireh, he is our Jehovah Nisi. I dare you just to begin to call on him, but whatever you need him to be, he will be there. He said, when they ask you who I am, say that I am, that I am, that I am, that I am sent you, and I release the power of your
worship God. Y'all come on, sit your focus on the Lord for a minute. They, they getting it together. Hallelujah. Glory to your name. But our focus is on him and what he will do. Somebody's in need of prayer, in need of healing, deliverance. Amen. I got a call this morning from a sister who needed prayer. Amen. And she was dealing with sickness. So somebody is looking for something from God on today. Amen. And we know him to be a healer, to be a way maker, to be a deliverer. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Come on, let's come together. Sit your focus on him. Hallelujah. We speak to that equipment. Glory to God. Hallelujah, Jesus. We bless your name, oh God, Jesus. Hallelujah. Come on, just worship him all over the world. If he's been good to you, hallelujah. We hallelujah. Yes. Nobody like you, Jesus. Nobody like you. Nobody like you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The song goes like this. We make a miracle work. Promise keeper. Light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. 
Come on, we can sing it without any music. You know this. Way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Come on, everybody, help us sing it. Way maker, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness. My God, that is who you are. Come on, set your focus on him.
I thank God for each and every one of you all for what God is doing in the house and how he's graced us and kept us for 13 years. Amen. That's enough to give God some praise right there. Amen. Some people don't make it after year one, year two, year three. But God has graced us that we're still here. So we give God glory for that. Amen. And we thank God for this time. Listen, we're going to move forward in the service. Because God is just, we're excited, amen, about what God is doing. So we're going to move forward in our times and offering at this time, amen. This is our time for giving, amen. And we just going to bless the Lord, amen, and sowing our tithes. Now, that's a good place to clap, amen. I'm telling you, God has graced us and he's blessed us, amen, that he gives us all things that we need for to be sufficient. He blesses us with employment, with businesses, with jobs. Many of us got, many of us have side hustles, amen. I'm telling you, God provides for us, amen. And so we have to give God thanks and give back what's due unto him as we partake in tithes and offering this morning, amen. Those of you all who are watching online, you can go to our website, www.newcovncwc.com. Click the give tab and you can give online. We're giving towards our tithes and our offering, amen, toward benevolence or our debt freedom seed, wherever God leads you to sow at this morning. But we're believing God for increase and overflow, amen. And those of you all who are uh, who have the easy tie app, that's the best way to give, amen. It'll keep track of your giving, amen. So download the app. You can go to Easy Tide. Look for New Covenant Worship Center, Joliet, Illinois. And you can download the app and you can have access to give anytime, anywhere uh, for your giving, amen. Those of you all who are traditional and still uh, put that stamp on that envelope, write that check out. You can mail your seed to 2423 Glenwood Avenue, Joliet, Illinois, 60435. Drop it in the mail and our great postal men and women will get it to us. And we appreciate you all for sowing and giving. Amen. Amen. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Brother Terrence, we're glad to get you an envelope. Oh yeah, somebody writing $10,000. I feel it in the spirit, amen. It got so quiet in here, 10,000. I know because you, you were sitting there saying, is that the Lord? 10,000, one zero, comma. Zero, zero, zero. Amen. You, you got real quiet. The Spirit of the Lord was speaking. So you want to make sure that was him. Amen. 10,000. Amen. New Covenant Worship Center. You don't need to spell it. NCWC. Amen. And God's going to bless it. Amen. And multiply that seed that you sow today. Amen. 5,000. That was the Lord. You heard it. Amen. $100. Because you was debating. And you said, you know what? It's really, that's it. $100. One, zero, zero. That's, that's plant the seed. Amen. That's why I got so quiet because the Lord started speaking to y'all and y'all said, let me listen because I want to be obedient to what the Holy Spirit is saying. Amen. Glory to God. Giving is a blessing. Amen. We thank God for We're grateful for being in this 13th year. Our vision for this year is our year of debt freedom. So we're believing God to be a debt-free ministry. Amen. And last week, 
Uh, we raised $635 towards our goal of being debt free, amen, for paying off this bill in the beginning of 2023. So now we only need $33,008, amen to meet our goal, amen, to help us to meet the need, amen, of paying this building off in the beginning of next year, amen, just believing God for increase and overflow. Thank you all who continue to sow and support this vision. I'm telling you, we're only in May. That's a long way that we've come, amen, only needing $33,000, amen, and I'm telling you, in a little over four months, God is good to do Covenant Worship Center, amen. So we appreciate you all to continue to sow and to give as the Holy Spirit leads you, and I'm telling you, you're going to reap a harvest, amen, for sowing that. And I'm telling you, God is good. I want to read this while we in the spirit of giving. I'm just giving you, giving you some time, amen. Somebody watching online might be a millionaire. They need to write $500,000 out. So I'm just going to give them that time, amen. Now, when it happened, y'all, we're going to be sitting around like, Lord Jesus, we've been speaking that thing for some years. And then when that check come in for a half a million dollars, you're going to be like, God did it. Amen. God did it. Somebody emailed this uh, as a testimony of them sowing. They've already sold their $1,000 uh, for our debt freedom seed. We're believing God for 50 people to sow $1,000. And they said they're committed to sowing an additional $1,000. They said just so very important to see this to be accomplished by the end of the year. Love the direction of the church financial vision. I know it's going to happen because God is in it. I'm telling you, I thank God. That's one of the members, amen. They sent that to encourage as we sent out the updates for the debt freedom. Somebody's committing another thousand dollars. I'm telling you, because God is faithful and they believe in the vision. I want you all to understand that when this thing happens, it's going to open up the door for more. You, you, you have to believe and trust God. Once we pay this off, God's going to open up the door for more to come into the house. Because why? We're going to have opportunity to do more outreach and begin to touch the community in a greater way. And because every seed we sow, God brings back a harvest upon it. I believe that. I'm telling you, God is faithful to us. Because we've sown so much within the community, people do not mind to sow into this ministry, this vision. You all heard Pastor Robinson last week. He knew all and talking about all the various things that we do, the gas giveaways, the Walmart giveaways. Why? Because it brings light to Jesus Christ. It shows the love of God, and it draws in people to the kingdom. Amen? All right, those of you all on my right, if you're ready to sow, you can begin to come from the rear to the front to sow your seed. Those of you all on my right, from the rear to the front, come on and sow your seed.
made it in the building, I'm telling you, I thank God for him pressing his way. And we just speak strength to him, amen. And God will continue to strengthen him and bless him, amen. And as soon as he gets out of service, y'all know that he's going home, amen. Get to bed. Don't y'all bother him. Don't mess with him, amen. Let him get some rest. But we appreciate uh, the man of God, amen, his service to the ministry. So listen, those of y'all on my left side, amen, if you're ready to give, come on and sow from the rear. Those of y'all who are ready to give on my left, come on from the rear to the front. Amen, we got a lot of easy time online givers on my left side, I love it, amen. Come on, Deacon Ryan, so you'll see. Amen. Unexpected income. They said they've been getting overtime and they're not even on the overtime uh, schedule. Amen. But God's been blessing them with overtime. That's increase. That's promotion. That's overflow. Amen. Amen. Everybody's giving online, on YouTube, on Facebook. We appreciate you all. Listen, let's bless this offering. Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for the tithes and offering on today, God. We thank you, Lord, for the increase, God. We pray and ask you, Lord, that you will bless those that gave on today, God. Bless those that may not have had it to give, Lord, that they will be able to give on next time, God. And we call forth unexpected income, increase, favor, promotion, and overflow over our lives on today, God. And we pray that every seed that was sown, Lord, we shall reap a harvest in abundance, God. And we pray that we shall continue to use the seeds that have been sown, the tithes and offering, to build this ministry for the work of the kingdom and to give your name the glory. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. 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 Praise the Lord. All right. Do we have virtual announcements this morning? Amen. Let's give it up for our media team. Amen. In the booth. Amen. Brother Thomas, Sister Tiffany holding it down today. Amen. Come on with our announcements. Hey y'all, what's happening? This is Brother Thomas. And y'all know about Tuesdays, men's prayer, 8.30 p.m. Tuesday. You want to call on in and get the number? It is free-ish. Men's prayer, 8.30 on Tuesday. Join us on Wednesday mornings for our fast. 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. on fruit, juice, nuts, water, and a small salad. Join us for peace in our school prayer. Wednesday, 8.30, Facebook Live. Join us on Saturday at 7 a.m. for the movement ministry where we have Apostle Jonas Jones and we have Deacon Bryant. They are on the move. We have to catch up with them because they go for miles and miles and miles. Join us. Have a great day. Good morning, New Covenant. Join us May 21st at 10 a.m. at New Covenant Worship Center, 2423 Glenwood Avenue. For our prayer walk. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Thank God for our announcements. Amen. Listen, um, I just want to encourage you all, amen, that God is is, is just faithful um, and he is doing great things in our lives. Um, I'm just thinking about this morning as I was walking and God allowed me to get up this morning, walk before service and uh, get my four miles in. But um, a lot of people are in distress in this season. A lot of people are having different challenges in their life, health challenges, sickness, disease, uh, family issues. 
I want you to maintain your focus in on God. Don't get discouraged about what the outside influences and the outside environment is trying to dictate to you. If you trust in God, he will see you through. If you believe in his word, you trust in his promises, he will see you through. And so I'm just grateful and I'm thankful for all that God is doing and all that God is doing in your life. We're going to continue to pray for one another. We're going to continue to encourage you. We're going to continue to speak life over you. So I want you to believe the word. Amen. And be in expectation to receive on today as the word is getting ready to go forth. Amen. Because I'm telling you, God's going to feed your spirit. He's going to bless you. He's going to encourage you. And you're going to leave out of here empowered. Amen. All right. So um, you all got our announcements. Anything else, Pastor Denise, that I'm missing? Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, I don't want to prolong the hour because I want the woman of God to just have uh, space and time. Amen. To minister as the Holy Spirit is leading her. Um, and I thank God for this woman of God. Um, let's go back to when we met. Um, all the way uh, it's been some years ago I don't even know how long it's been but we were in the restaurant on the 4th of July and we were in the breakfast place on 95th right off Western and we were with my mom and my nephews because we were going to go to Great America as soon as we finished that breakfast and so they were sitting at another table and, and we were just fellowship we all had on Bears apparel Hallelujah. and um, <laughs> Elder Williams, the, the Bears, the Chicago fans. I mean, he's a Cubs fan, so he's definitely anointed. Amen. He's on my team. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord is definitely dealing with him, and he is definitely anointed. Amen. Being a Cubs fan, you got to have patience, a dedication, commitment. Amen. That's why I get that drive to walk in. That's that commitment to be a Cubs fan. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. But anyway, that day we were in the restaurant, and God just led her to come over to our table. And at the time, uh, Joshua was with us. All the kids were with us. Um, and she began to minister a word to Joshua. And we hold it on to that word. She was like, you know, you're going to go to the NFL. And uh, let me tell you, this was years ago. He was just playing in the in, for the Joliet Ravens. <laughs> Amen. It was 2018? 20, I think it was 16. Oh, 2016. It's been way long, 2018. 2016. But God has just uh, allowed us to connect that particular day uh, with the man and woman of God. Um, we fellowship together in church uh, with their ministry in Chicago. Um, we've seen each other on our on my route working. Amen. She'll pop up on me. Amen. In my dollar journal, I hear Apostle. <laughs> amen. And I'm like, who is that? Amen. But uh, it, it's just it's just been amazing. Amen. Just the relationship that we've built over the years. Uh, her and her husband, just great people. Um, truly committed to the work of God. Um, this woman is a prayer warrior. Amen. And I'm telling you, I thank God for the prayer mantle that's on her life. Amen. When we were dealing with some things with our children, the Holy Spirit put her, put our children on her heart. And she began to inbox us and said, you know what? I'm standing on the wall and I'm praying for your children. She did not have a clue of what we were dealing with and what was going on. But I'm telling you, God will place you on the hearts of people. And he will begin to allow them to labor and pray in the spirit. That's why you got—you don't know who's praying for you, who's touching and agreeing, who's crying out for you in the spirit. Amen. I'm telling you, never know. But God will touch the heart of the men and women of God that they will stand and they will pray. So listen, I want you all to stand to your feet for this dynamic, awesome woman of God that God has graced us to be in fellowship with. Coming all the way from Chicago, Illinois. On the southeast side of Chicago. Let's point our hands in the direction of this woman of God. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this woman of God this morning, Lord. 
I release her to go forth with wisdom, with power, with your anointing, God. I speak blessings over her right now that you will fill her mouth with the words, God, that are needed to be released over this house, these people, God, in this time, in this season right now. I speak blessings, I speak strength, and I decree and declare that the people's ears and hearts and minds will be open to receive on today, Father God. And we release your anointing to rest upon her right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus. Now put your hands together and welcome Prophetess Jackie Daniels. Amen. Hallelujah. You're gonna get what you're paying for. 
mothers here of New Covenant. Happy Mother's Day to you and to all of all the mothers that are here that are listening everywhere. Happy Mother's Day. It's an honorable mention to my own mother, amen. Apostle Eloise Jones, my mother in love, Apostle Christine Daniels. And I have some mothers that traveled with me in my spirit because they carried me. Amen. Since I left my mother's house, Apostle Heidi Ellis, Apostle Jerry Neal, amen. Apostle Leona Garland, amen. Apostle Margaret, I just bless God for these Mothers have carried me in the name of Jesus through the years. And I couldn't be a mother without four amazing lads. Amen. I wouldn't be a mother without them. So I bless God. Two of my children are here with me on today. Amen. They are armor bearers in training. Prophets and prophetess in training. Amen. 
So I thank God for Joseph and Anna being here for me. And I bless God for my oldest two children, amen, Kawan and Hannah. And then thank God for increasing our house, hallelujah, in laws to come. Listen, um, y'all can just go ahead on and relax. I was listening to Bible class every now and then. I tap into Bible class Thursday night. And I heard the closing remarks. And I heard Apostle Jones John say, oh, he's going to knock the socks off, your wigs, and your weave. <laughs> I said, God, I didn't say that. He did. <laughs> so you got to come through and honor your word. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you, hold on to your socks for now. Amen. That may change later, but I'm putting that disclaimer. I didn't say that. He did. Amen. <laughs> Amen. So we just bless God. Listen, y'all, we at home. Just relax. I feel it in the air. Y'all come on down. If God, listen. I don't play with God. If he, if he said, he said it, but I am a woman that's wise. So I want you to be open. Amen. When people say prophet, people tense up and they, oh my God, I'm so scared she's going to. Listen, I'm serving notice on the enemy right now. I'm not going to get distracted. Your face don't mean nothing to me. I can see real good. I'm seeing some stuff now. But I'm trying to be cool and hold my peace. But don't let this little five foot two person get you twisted. Amen? I'm just saying. Y'all may want to clip from behind me because whenever the Lord, I'm telling you, I'm giving you space and opportunity. Because listen, I'm trying to get him time to move. Elder better talk to him. I'm trying to get him. But I can start back here and work my way up. I'm just trying to say. I'm to... I told y'all I could see. You're a little better than that. Don't sneak out the door, though. Don't go out the door. Don't go, don't go too far. Because there's a word in the house. Amen. Come on, it's the word in the house. And I want everybody to receive what God has for us. Yes. Amen. How many of y'all know it's first to the person yes. that gives it? Yes. Amen. I was talking to Prophetess Karen. Thank you so much, Prophetess Karen, for blessing and being a ministry. She, she was on her assignment. Amen. So I thank God for it. And listen, it's something when you got somebody come and talk to you. But it's one thing when you got somebody that can pray, prophesy, yes. and intercess me. And then I had to fast on top of that. Y'all just sit on down. Just, just chill on down. But we're going to get y'all out of here on time. Amen. We're going to get the spiritual food. And then we're going to hopefully y'all can, <laughs> as Elder said, don't have to get the spatula to get y'all off the floor so y'all go enjoy Mother's Day. Amen. But listen, we're going to be quick because this word is powerful. I couldn't even get, get through the entire message um, after the first verse that I read because God just has so much in me. And, it's, and I tell you, I promise you, any preacher that hear this word, it's a series to go behind. Just this is one thing we're going to talk about today. Amen. So if you have your Bibles, we're going to quickly go to Exodus. Chapter number 2, verses 10. And thank God for my husband, my earthly covering, being here with me on today. Elder W.E. Daniels, Jr. God bless you, man of God. Thank you for being in the house and being here with us on today. Exodus chapter 2, verse 10. And I'm going to read in your hearing. And this says here, And the child grew. And she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. And he became her son. 
and she called his name Moses. And she said, because I drew him out of the water. I know you're finna shout out, I got you. <laughs> I'm gonna read that again, cause there's a message. And I'm telling you this right now. I ain't picking on nobody, but we gonna pick on everybody today, amen. And, she, and the child grew, that's the revelation. And she brought him to, unto Pharaoh's daughter. And he, the child, became her son. Pharaoh's daughter. And she, Pharaoh's daughter, called his name Moses. And she, Pharaoh's daughter, said it's because I drew him out of the water. Now we're going to go to Exodus uh, chapter 9. I'm sorry, Exodus chapter 3, verses 9 and 10. And then it says this, And now therefore became, behold, the cry of the children of Israel is come unto me. And I have also seen the oppression wherein the Egyptians oppressed them. Come now, therefore, I will send unto Pharaoh that thou may bring forth my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. If you all have TikTok, y'all have Facebook, there's this one little cliche they be saying, she understood the assignment. I understood the assignment. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Come on, come on, young people. Don't put me out here like that. I understand the assignment. Yeah, that part. So if I had to do a title today, my question to you is, do you understand your assignment? Do you understand your assignment? Right? Amen. So I'm a teacher, education by nature. So I'm going to break down some things and then we're going to get right on into it. Is that all right? When you have an assignment, when I'm a teacher and I give an assignment to somebody, I want to make sure they have three things of understanding. And I want to give them instructions and they got to have clarity. Amen? So you have to be trustworthy and fully equipped to successfully be able to carry out the assignment given to you. As a body of Christ, as a family, and as an individual, we all have assignments. First of all, again, you must have clear instructions. You must be obedient. You must be able to sacrifice. Some assignments cause you to have to sacrifice. You must be committed and moreover, willing to always be prepared and operate in the spirit of humility. See, that's a message right there. Some of us are not succeeding or going past where we're supposed to be because those areas right there we just listed. Come on. The Bible gives us plenty of examples of individuals who carry out their assignments. We have Noah. Noah was assigned to go and build an ark. We had Jesus himself. He completed his assignment when he died on the cross for our sins. Judas even had an assignment. He had to betray Jesus. Nothing could be done until his betrayal came. We have Ruth. Ruth had to complete her assignment when she went forth before the king to save the Jews. Abraham had an assignment. His assignment was completed when he was told to sacrifice his son. The devil even has an assignment. Come on. The Bible said that the devil is coming to kill. Come on. This is the Bible. Y'all going to have to help me with this one. 
Listen, and David even had an assignment. David had an assignment to devour and kill this giant called Goliath. Yes. Everybody has an assignment. But we're going to talk about one particular young person. His name is Moses. Moses had an assignment on his life. And his assignment was to relieve the children of Israel, Hebrews, out of bondage. So in this particular verse that we just read, we're going to talk about two different women who understood one assignment. Two women, okay? First of all, we're going to go back to Genesis, I mean, I'm sorry, Exodus chapter 1. Let me break that down to you. In Exodus chapter 1, help me, Holy Spirit. Exodus chapter 1, we have a pharaoh. He's new on the scene. There was many pharaohs, and just like, I want y'all to look at the pharaohs like the presidents, okay, of the United States. So in every generation, there was a new pharaoh that came forth. So in a, if you look back in Genesis, there's a pharaoh that was given favor with a this, with this, uh, servant by the name of Joseph. Well, by the time we get to Exodus, there's a brand new pharaoh on the scene. But this pharaoh did not have favor with the people like they did in, in Genesis. Y'all got to read the Bible, okay? So as we get to Exodus chapter 1, we have this new pharaoh. The Bible starts out saying that there's not the same one that had favor with Joseph. He had like a little mean streak to him. He, he had his whole motive was totally different. Yeah. You have a different vibe in the book of Exodus. Yeah. So the Bible tells us in the book of Exodus, it says to him, he said, he sat back, I'm kind of kind of paraphrase a little bit to kind of, so you can understand it. He said, look, look around. Now we got a Hebrews over here, Israelites, and then we got our people over here with the Egyptians. Now he tell his people, it looks a little funny here, like it looked like the Hebrews, they're getting a little too, too grown, it's too many of them. Yeah. We gotta do something about this because guess what? If we don't get them and shut them down, they're gonna overpower us one day yeah. and get on our enemy side, and then they're gonna say, "Look, we can't have that." We, right. No, that we no, we have to do something about this. So what he had ended up happening? This is what I would consider in the Bible our first sign of slavery, mm -hmm. because the Bible said that Pharaoh said in his own mouth, "We gotta get them together and make them work for us." We're going to make them build our temples. We're going to make, we're going to subject them and we're going to beat them. We're going to have to break them down and we become their Lord and not their Lord of us. Come on, stay with me. Come on, stay with me. So after that time, that's when he begins. So he said, you know what? We got to do something. How do we do this? Ah, I got a plan. There is these women called midwives. They're like the doctors back in those days. So he says to me, I want you to summon the two midwives. There were two midwives that came before me. He said, tell you what. I want you, each time there's a Hebrew or an Israelite boy that's born, yes. kill him. But let the girls leave. That's it. Come on now. Come on. Come on. You mean to tell me just that quick? You see how generations is gone? Yes. And how it started back then? Yes. So murder today ain't nothing new. That's right. You just gotta know how to deal with it. Amen? Yeah. So here it is, he says, okay, I'll tell you what. Midwives, I love their strategy. They said, okay, I got you, Pharaoh. So they go away, and Pharaoh think he got it all under control. And then he looked back, he said, is it just me? Am I tripping? It seems like they still growing more and more and more. Yes. So the Bible says, he said, call them back into us. The two women come back. Yes, my king. What's going on? I instructed you specifically to kill the Hebrew boys. Come on now. Wisdom, my lord. The women of Hebrews are not the, like the women of Egyptians. By the time we get there, they're gonna pop them out already. He said, "I tell you what, so that's what they doing. 
Y'all can't get that fast enough, throw them in a the river. Y'all put a pen on that river, okay? So the Bible says, the women said, okay. So the first thing you want to hear about these two women, first thing was they had a wisdom. The Bible said because they feared the Lord, God blessed them with their own families. That's your first assignment right there. You have to fear God and use wisdom. What is wisdom? The Bible says that, uh, I'm sorry, the Bible says in Proverbs 4 and 7, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get what? Wisdom. And all I get is get a what? Understanding. An understanding. You got to have some wisdom in this thing called life. You got to have this thing, the wisdom, in, it, in your walk with God. You ain't got to be running your mouth and telling all your business. Use wisdom. The Bible even says, don't let the left hand know what the right hand is doing. Wisdom. You want to know how to go get something from your job? Wisdom. Wisdom, wisdom, wisdom. So as we move along, now we go into chapter 2. Chapter 2, we talked about the two women. We read the verse already. Now we have where the first part of assignments has been issued. I'm going to give you five key things in this one scripture right here. So chapter 2 leads us, and the Bible says that uh, in the beginning, there was a woman by the name of Yoshebel. Okay? The Bible says she gives birth to a son. And when she gives birth to the son, the Bible says she looked upon him and said that he was beautiful. So watch it. The Bible says she hid him for three months. Why did she hide her son? She hid him because it was a decree that went out already that he's supposed to be killed. So the first thing she does, the Bible says she hid her child. What does the word hide mean or hid? It says to put or, to put or keep out of sight, to conceal from view or notice from others. Learn to keep your business mm, 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 to yourself. Your first assignment is you got to learn how to hide. You got to learn how to hide. I'm going I'm, I'm, I'm to mess you up, Apostle. This is going to be for you. The Bible says, um, even, I, I'm going to tell you right now, everything that you do in your, in your life have an assignment, even your words. Yes. I'm going to say that part again. Everything, a part of your assignment, your words have an assignment. What am I trying to say? Watch what comes out of your mouth. Yes. Even God himself yes. says in the book of Isaiah 55, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways. Said the Lord, for the heaven, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so I'm, so are my ways higher, my thoughts higher than you. But I want to get down to the part that says, so shall my word go forth out of my mouth, and it shall not what return back to me void, empty. But it will set out and accomplish which I please, and it shall prosper in the things of where I sent this. Your words are more powerful than your actions. I want to put a pen right there and talk to the mothers. His mothers, and y'all don't matter. We be real mothers. Listen to me. You have to be very careful about the words that come out over your children. You ain't never gonna be nothing. Just gonna be like your daddy, daddy. You gonna be this. Words. Words. Fathers, be careful what you're putting in the atmosphere. Your words will come back. You may not see them immediately, but years on down the line. Why y'all think we have so many mental issues going on? People that are going out these problems because of the words. People are still struggling from their childhood trauma. Yes. Your words are powerful. They're going out on the assignment. The so one of the best places you can ever hide in this season is in prayer. Y'all ain't got to talk back. In prayer. The Bible says he did the weather where? In the secret place where? Of the most high shall what? Hide under the shadow of the Almighty. Your first assignment is to hide. Amen? 
You got the have, you got the have, you got the have. The Bible says here in verse 3, and after a while we went over to chapter 3 of Exodus, God had gotten to the point where he heard so much and seen so much that the Bible, the Bible declared that, that God had a conversation with Moses. And he said, guess what? My people, their cries and their oppression has come up before me. I got to go see about this. Yes, God. You don't think your prayers answer? You don't think God hear you? Come on now. Just look around. Come on. Just look around. Amen? Yes. Assignment number two. In order for you to have to go through your next thing, the Bible says, so as she took the child, she hid him. And then the Bible says that she took a basket and she prepared this basket and she put a baby in. What am I saying next? Your next assignment is to prepare. Come on. Yes. Be prepared for the assignment God has for you. In order for you to prepare for this assignment, the word prepare means to make something ready for use or consideration. Assignment number two, prepare. What do I mean when I say prepare? Let me ask you a question. Have you prepared mothers, your daughters for marriage? Have you taught them how to cook? Have you taught them about hygiene care? Have you taught them, or did you just teach them the latest twerk? Come on. You got to prepare your children. Prepare your sons. Come on. Do they know how to take out the garbage? Do they know how to mow a lawn? Have you prepared them? Do anyone know how to check, do a checking book? Can they balance a checkbook? Or all they know is how to get their nails done and cuss. Prepare your children. Prepare them for their nets. Prepare the ministry. Are your leaders prepared to go out and minister in the streets for real? Why are you sitting here ordaining and leasing out licenses and ain't nobody equipped? They don't know how to pray. They don't know how to prophesy. They can prophesy. Come on now. Come on. Where's the ministry of the body of Christ? I'm not going out here prepared. Yes, God. Can't even cast out a devil. Because they're the devil. I remember we were so prepared in my youth. I don't know about y'all. I thank God for my upbringing. We had weekly fast days. We had shut-ins. Oh, we was prepared for ministry. Yes, God. Ministry. Are you prepared? For the call that you say you are. Uh, you are prophet. Are you fasting? Are you praying? Yeah. Come on. Are you tithing? Come on, woman of God. Jesus. You got to be prepared. Jesus. My children have had bank accounts since they was installed. Jesus. I don't pay their tax. They know how to pay their tax. Yes. I got them cash out cards. You ain't got to come ask me for nothing. They learn how to use cards. They know how to go and do merchants for themselves. Why? Because I'm training them. They're not the, the Bible tells us to train up a child in the way they should go. And when they own, they want to depart. That just don't mean for the church. You got to prepare them for life. Come on. Come on. Some of y'all mothers, y'all got to be a better example. Stop walking around here with your boobs hanging out. When you have a child that's a female in the house full of men, you got to pull it to the side, go cover up. My daughters are not allowed to walk around the house with that t-shirt and panties off. You got men in the house.
right there. Y'all need that one tomorrow. Come on, it's good. You have to be prepared. Even the devil is prepared. The devil going to God and he's asking and inquiring about you. And he's prepared while you in bed sleeping at night or watching TikTok. He's preparing your next battle. So when you want to work the next morning, he ready because he's prepared for you. He's not what ticked you off that time. He know what family members to put you around. He's prepared. But are you? The Bible even says the children of the world are wiser than the children of God. Come on, we got to wake up. Wake up and go prepare. Amen. Then the Bible says next that she put the baby in the basket and she sent him and pushed him along the reeds of the water. In other words, she didn't throw him out there. In a boisterous weather, or the weather, or the water, where it took and knocked him out court. Come on, parents, y'all catch that one. Stop pushing your children out there. Yes. Learn to stand back and watch. Yes. See what's going on. Yes. Go look. Go in their room and peep and open the door. Why do you in here with the door closed up? Come on, that's how they entertain the spirit of pornography and masturbation. Because you want to watch. The Bible said his sister stood and she watched to see what her brother was going to go. To see what hands he's going to fall in. Yes. You can't just send your child to school and know what's going. Do a pop-up visit. My mother was good at that. I got friends teaching me to this day. And I was in fifth grade. And remember the whooping I got. Because my mother came and she watched through the window. I got you when you get home. Matter of fact, come here. I got you now. And pull my pants on and whoop me in front of the church. In front of school. You got to watch in this season. Ooh, Lord, I just saw something. Y'all women, put y'all breasts up. Apostle don't want to see that. We got too many married men in this house. They got married, faithful women. Come on, Lord God. Should no, no wife have to come in here and wear by her husband's eyes watching you? He's trying to stay safe. I told y'all I can see. Put that stuff up. Y'all watching the wrong stuff. You need to watch God. Watch what's going on in your house. Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Uh, I saw that thing. Come on. The Bible tells us that we are living in pistols. Seen in red of all men. Men. In other words, that means everywhere you go, somebody watch you. I was seated with my daughter. I was in school last semester at National Lewis University, and I had classes on a Saturday, man of God. And I would go outside on my break, and I would just sit and watch people. My daughter said, why are you watching? Because I got to see what's around me. Don't let the Bible say watch and pray. Yes. I'm watching and I'm praying. Yes. You're watching people, you know what to do. Yes. You know who's around you. Yes. If you're in a church and you have an assignment, watch. I never sat in the front of any ministry I have. I always sat in the back unless somebody asked to come to the front. Why? Because I want to watch what comes through that building. How you going to know a witch walk up in here if you ain't watching? Because you're the witch. I told, I'm not scared of y'all. Keep telling y'all that. Come on. Back in the days, we had an adorn of a pair. Let you come up in here with a slip on. I had to run just go get some stockings. Because of the training. You got to watch what comes into your atmosphere. You ever see signs that say, watch your step? You got to watch. Men, watch what comes into your home. Watch the attitude and the behavior of your, your, your wives. And while I'm going there, husband and wives, we even have an assignment one to the other. Lord, help me. Oh, Jesus, give me wisdom, Lord. 
Y'all catch this, married people. You have to learn how to do intercourse, an outer course like you do intercourse. I guarantee you, if you watch the behavior, she gonna tell you what she's feeling and what she wants just when you're watching her. Learn the love language. Husband, watch the wives. Wives, watch the husband. They can tell you everything you do just by watching. There's this thing called neckville. Come on. Thighville. Toeville. Out of course. Just like you do the inner course. Stop with you. Watch what you're doing in front of your children because they're watching you. I saw mommy and daddy do this. Y'all would be surprised what happened in preschools, three and five year olds, because they're reenacting what they see at home because they're watching. Watch. Watch. So let me get back over here. The Bible says she's watching. And so here he is. She, 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 she's watching her, 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 her little brother go down the Nile. And the Bible says that she's watching her. There was a woman by Pharaoh's daughter. She was outside taking her bath. And she had her handmaidens. And they was out there in the water with her. And the Bible says that she saw where her brother ended up. And she said, oh, okay. There he is. He's good. So the Bible said Pharaoh's daughter saw the basket and, and told the handmaidens, go get me that thing right there. Go, go get that and bring it here. So she brings the basket and she opens it up. And she said, oh my God, it's a child. And the Bible said that the woman of God had, she felt sorry for the child. And so here come little Miriam. Because she watching. Do you want me to go get his mama? I can go get his mama. So she go and get his mother. And the Bible says that when she comes back to her, she says, do me a favor. I need you to take this child and to nurse him. Watch this assignment. You got two women. One, one woman wanted a child and couldn't birth one. You got another woman that birthed one but couldn't keep him because the assignment was a hit on his life to kill him. Come on, y'all. I'm finna, I'm finna walk here. Ooh, Jesus. Y'all baby mamas. Watch it. Don't cut off the assignment of another woman being in a position to care for your child. I can say that again. You cannot be bitter and upset. How dare you get mad? I don't want nobody buying my child no shoes. Why she comb her hair? Why she put that dress on her? And why she get her hair braided? And you busting out windows and cars and slicing tires and going on him. What are you doing? That ain't your assignment. Your baby daddy's getting upset because you got your son. She with another man. Are you serious? Do you not understand there's an assignment in another parent? Then y'all sit here sowing seeds of hatred into the child against their own parent. The spirit of jealousy against the own parent. Why? There's an assignment for that person to sow into your child. Can I tell y'all a secret? Just because you birthed your child, that don't mean you assigned to him. Try 
grandchildren now. That's why they leave home and run away from home. That's why they strung out on drugs. That's why they got mental problems. Because you didn't miss your assignments. You keeping these kids from their parents for what? There's an assignment waiting on the other side. When they go away to college, they're going to be well. Why? Because when you drunk off, somebody else going to pick up and take them to their next destination. What you getting upset for? Understand your assignments. So the Bible says this that the Pharaoh called the mother and said, Nurse him. Not only do I want you to nurse him, I'm gonna pay you. I'm gonna pay you. Who gets paid for watching their own child? In other words, she's telling him, you can give him something I can't. We ain't got to argue. You wanna argue? I ain't gonna argue with you. Now you mad? They understood the assignment. Amen? So the Bible, the nurse, nursing means to feed a baby at the breast. In other words, to nurture them. Nurture is a process of caring for and encouraging growth and development. Watch this. Growth and development. The only way you can really nurture your children this season, you have to be approachable, parents. You have to be approachable, leaders. You have to be approachable, grandma. You have to be approachable, school teacher. You have to be approachable. You have to nurture them. Sometimes I have kids and they can come here, baby. Just come here. And I just hug them and just love them. You ain't got to say a word. Sometimes your touch means something to them. Yes. Don't come up here all biased. You don't know what the next person is going through. You know what they have. You know people coming to church arguing. Yes. You know what the assignment is. What the enemy I told y'all the enemy has an assignment to kill something and destroy. Yes. And your snobby attitude can take them to a breaking point to commit suicide. Less than an hour from your sight. Yes, Drive them to another place. Yes. Come on, understand your assignment. Wives learn to nurture your husbands. Husband learns to nurture your wives. Everybody have an assignment. I ain't forgot about you children. The Bible says obey your parents. Your mother and your father. Honor them. Why? That your days may be long upon the earth. And y'all tripping and wondering why so many kids are dying. Go straight back at home. Don't let the Bible tell us ministry begin at home first. Understand your assignment. That's all I gotta say. And if that, oh God, I'm gonna say something. If that man ain't for you, let him go. If she ain't for you, let her go. Do you understand your assignment? Last but not least, your fifth assignment. You got to learn to. Release. The Bible says that as she went on and she said, feed this child. But the instructions was, once you nurture him, bring him back to me. So that gave her more time with her child. So the Bible said when the child grew, that's when we hit the when I begin the verse. When the child grew, let's go back to it. She brought him to Pharaoh's daughter and he became her son. He became her son at that point. Now let me explain something to you all too. Another thing about your words. In the book of Exodus, remember I told you guys, and I shared, that Pharaoh put in a hit out in the words of his mouth, and he wanted every Hebrew boy to be killed, right? If you go in and look on further down and read on in, in, in Exodus chapter 12, that same word that he put out for his own son, he died in the Red Sea. That same sea 
that he wanted Moses' generation to die in, and his people, he ended up doing it. That's another revelation. And then here it is, you got his son, Pharaoh Jr., who did another decree battling out with Moses. How, what do you mean? Let's look at the Bible. The Bible says that when Pharaoh, when Moses went to go uh, tell, talk to Pharaoh about listening to people, he told him, I'm not letting them go. But after this cat and mouse game, listen, and Moses was 80-something years old when this came to pass. Yes. What did the Pharaoh say? Every child, the firstborn of every child shall what? Die. Who died? Who shall die? Yes. Pharaoh. And where was Moses at? Hiding. Yes. My God. He was hidden. Not just him, every Jew, I mean every Israelite, every Israel, and the children of Israel. How was they hidden? Because they heard the voice of God and it was given instruction that was precise. Take the blood, put it on the doorpost, and when the death comes through, guess what? I'm going to... Your words are powerful. So if you're listening and in tune in prayer and in fasting and you hear the voice of God, you would know he would give you instructions on how to dodge certain things. Yeah. I'm telling y'all something about being in prayer. And, and another thing, let me go back to this whole watching thing. And, and Pastor Denise and Apostle can attest to this. There was a ministry that I watched for years. And so one day I reached out to them. I said, you know what? This particular uh, pastor and wife, I reached out to them and I said, you know what? I feel led to tie into your ministry. Why? Because I watched ministry go forth. And I said, I'm going to send my task, and I'm going to send my children's task. Because I'm watching. Yeah. I see ministry going forth. Yeah. I see them out in ministry in the street. I watch this ministry. Yeah. I watch the man and woman of God. Yeah. I can attest for them. Yeah. I pray, and God don't, he don't fail me when I see things. And I'll be so prepared, and my husband be so in tune. I said, husband, he said, go ahead. If God told you, just go ahead. Because I watch. I understand my assignment. Yes. I understand the words that go forth. Yes. I understand the goals that have gone forth. Yes. I ain't never told nobody. Only people who know that I do this is me, my husband, and the, the ministry, that they, the leaders of that ministry. Yes. Why? Because I'm hiding. Yes. I'm hiding in God. Yes. I understand my assignment. Yes. So when you release, Let's get back to the release. The Bible said when she brought the child back to her, at that point she released him. My God. Now this part is for us melanin mothers. Get out your kids' business. Especially when they get married. Come on. Do not the Bible say when a man finds a wife, he finds a good thing. I'll tell you the faith from the Lord. When a man finds a wife, get that grown man off your nipple. Yeah. It ain't time for you to nurture no more. He got a wife. Jesus. Stop being be messy. You're messy! Drama! And you off! Because at that point, your assignment, you should be back here in the book of Titus when it says you the older women teach the younger ones how to be chased. Not twerk. How to clean up. How to cook. How to honor that man. You got the kids in here. They don't know whether they should listen to mama or listen to daddy or listen to you. When you, when that man took a wife, that injures your assignment. At that point, you stand back here. Whatever he needs, you send him back home. Whatever she needs, send him back home. Understand your place. Grown men is married, even grown men, you don't go back. 
curse your own self. The Bible says a husband have favor with that one. Y'all better look at David. He acted a fool. One of God said, hold on, wait, Jesus, wait, wait. He acted a fool right now. Don't do Abigail. And she laid favor. Learn how to cover each other. Learn how to release each other. Release. Release. If your father or mother did something to you when you were younger, release them. Go back and fix it and prepare it if you can. Release them. Don't be a burden. Release them. Release your children to be great, grand, and wonderful. If they made mistakes, it's okay. You got to learn back to go back and nurture them. Draw them back in. Tell them it's okay. Yeah, be a man about it. Be a woman about it. You know what, son? I did that, but I was wrong. Let me pick up and show you the right way how to do that. Go back and correct that thing. Now, one thing about an assignment, if you all ever went to college, you know there's semesters. They had this thing called a midterm, and then there's this thing called a final. For those out in grade school, y'all call them semesters or marking periods. Can I tell y'all something? And this is what I heard last night when in prayer. Our assignments is during very shrewd and a very small time window with God because he's coming back. So every time you mess up in an assignment, you know what the teacher do? She mark it, go correct it. You got time to correct the assignment that you're messing up. Yeah. You are still living, you got time to correct your assignment. Yeah. Right now, this is, we're in a midterm right now. Yes. We don't, that don't mean you got an eternity to go through your final. Because if you've been in school, midterms come and finals is just like that. Yes. So right now we are in a midterm season of our life to get every assignment that we messed up correct. If you made a mistake, it's okay. Stop beating yourself up. Release that thing. Get it correct. Shake the dust off of your feet. Ask God to forgive you. Repent. Straighten up it. Pick up your cross and go on. Don't dwell on that thing. If you know you disrupted your family, go back and correct it. Repent. If you know you're a liar, God, I'm a liar. God, I'm a thief. God, I'm an adulteress. Help me. Because you got an assignment to complete. Those of you all that are bosses on your job, go back and talk to God about how you treated your co-workers up underneath you. Those who he gave rule over you. The Bible says, mm, mm, mm. you all that are in authority, we ought to obey those that, that have a rule over us. That includes that work. How dare you submit to the pastor, but you don't submit to your boss. Come on, we got order. That your assignment, I told you all this a couple of years ago at the women's conference, you don't know who's watching you, who's assigned to you. You could be the only God on your job that people see. You could be the only God in your family that people know. Your testimony, the Bible said they were came by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. What are people seeing from you? How dare you get in God's house, get cleaned up and get snooty, now you don't want to go back in the streets, the same streets you came from? Don't you know when you get cleaned up, you're being empowered and strengthened to go back and get the one that was left behind? Yes. That's what the street ministry is all about. Come on. It ain't nothing new. Come on. You was holding on that same ground. Yeah. Now you want to put your nose up at them? Are you serious? If you are in a leadership position at church or at school or in your home, every now and then, do a self-examination. Elder Daniels talk about this thing called a process. It's a process that we go through. So when you go to work from this day forth, when you go home from this day forth, take some time and go talk to God. Go, the Bible says, oh my God. 
I hear you going. The Bible teaches us that in all your ways acknowledge him and he's going to direct your path. Father, give me wisdom on how to direct my team today. Give me strategies. God, I want to get some more trucks that's coming to you. I told you this before when I was here. God is giving it to increase. God is giving it to increase you even the more. You have a reservation in God. Mm. He just loves your reservation. The sound of intimacy that you give for him. The feet that you shall walk on this season. God is going to connect you. I see some, some big time people of the positions of, of authority. You are just your government positions. So there's some things. Even some contracts is going to come your way. Because there's some things you want to do more for this ministry. And God is going to allow you to do it. He's going to allow you to do it. I don't know if you're over the men's group. But you have a very good influence over the men. And then there's some souls that even God given you that you're going to be saying. I see, I just hear you hear you hear songs. It's like God is just downloading things into you. Do not in this season take lightly what you hear. Yes. Whatever you hear, you've got to release that word. Yes. You are a hearer, and I hear you are a prophet. Yes. And you see and hear very accurately. And God said, just like he deal with Moses. And he got this thing saying, Lord, I can't fix in her. Well, my wife, she the prophet. No, 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 no. That same anointing is on her, is on you as well. So God said, no more drawbacks. Don't withdraw back no more. It's time for you to step on up and come on out. And he said, even when you're singing, you shake. He said, when you sing, and you, it's like you do a little rock when you sing. You are breaking some things up in the atmosphere. So don't hold back a day longer. Don't, mm -mm. even when you're in the shower, God is going to do some things. He's going to set some things in order. You're going to start getting up. You already get up early, but you're going to get up even earlier. Because you have a learning and a yearning to get before God. And God is going to feed you the manner you need. So when you step out the house, everything going to fall like that. And everything gonna come into alignment and order. And I see you, I see you turn your business over and you training some people not to take over, but to take them to a next station. It's almost like you have a, a, a training thing that you're gonna be doing. God said, get the manual together. He's gonna give you the write the vision. Make it plain. Don't be oh God, I don't know if I should Lord, oh Lord. No, write that thing, girl. Here, get the vision, honey. Come on, come on. When I get a vision, Elder come on, this prayer time, baby. This prayer time. We got something for the Lord. Don't don't hold back no more. Don't hold back. Man of God, you, you, and you. New season. New. You in the glasses, you on the end, you in that brown shirt. New. 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 Go back and get your children. New. Yeah. Go back and get them children. New. Yeah. New job. New job. New job. New job. And it don't just start in a position where you are now. Some things about to change for you. Man of God in that glasses. Let me tell you something. You don't need to be in Illinois for what God got to do for you. You're going to relocate. She ready. She been ready. She waiting on you. She waiting on you. Playtime is over. It's over. And if you ain't careful,
If you ain't careful, death is waiting on you. God, I gave you too many chances. I hear him say, this is your final warning. The girl ain't crazy. She don't miss nothing. She ain't slow, she ain't stupid, and she ain't stuck. And what you don't do, God gonna restore her, send her on her way, and it's gonna be it. You have too many people depending on you. Too much destiny on your life for you to continue the way that you are. Did you hear me? You, in them glasses, slide over, young man. You, baby boy, slide over. <laughs> lay down. No, 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 lay down. Lay down. Lay, lay. What's his name? Joseph. My God, lay down, Joseph. Go dream right quick. <laughs> I said that for a reason. He dreams a lot. He's a seer. He's a seer. Okay? He's a seer. And he's going to do well in school. He's going to excel above them all. Even the disability they think he got, he ain't got. Stop letting people label him. Stop letting them label y'all kids. You want to know one thing I love about the word? That the men of God in the old, they took their sons and they anointed them. And God even told them, when your son is born, Bring them back and dedicate him yes. to him. Yes. Yes. That's going to be a circumstance that's going to happen. Yes. But it's going to be in the spirit. Let him talk. Let him, he's not crazy. And stop speaking. He's not at the local. Stop. He ain't local. He needs his strength right now. He needs the strength of his mother. He needs you to nurse him because he's going to be there for him. He's going to set the generation of men in your house free. You hear me? And I hear the Lord said, when you go back to the school, you put a demand on the school what you want for him. That's what I just heard. Oh, because they trying it, baby. But I serve a notice on the enemy, not today. That thing is him. So when he go to sleep, I'm going to clean his room. I can describe his room down to see I'm so cold with it. Stop playing with me. I can see. I'm telling you. Change the color in his room. He got too many dark colors in his room. He got too much, too much darkness going on. I command the atmosphere in the house to be changed. Put some praise and worship music on even when he sleeps because the enemy torments me in his sleep. Take him off that medicine. I don't know what, I keep saying medicine. No. He's going to be in a worse stage. That's not a natural thing, that's a spiritual thing. Because the work, the, the enemy's trying to stop him and the enemy's trying to close his mouth. Amen? You ever heard that song? You're going to live to see it happen. You're gonna live to see everything. Everything. I see you at nighttime just praying with your Bible and you're tossing that thing around. 
You're going to live to see it happen. Everything, even in this season, you're going to go back to the doctor prophesying to the doctor. If you don't have your ministerial clergy license to go into that hospital, go get it. Because God got an assignment on you in the NIC unit. He got an assignment on you to go in. God said your hands are anointed and, and had the spirit of healing on there. God said go in there. You got to take your shoes off, anoint your feet, and go in and command those demons to loose. And command the spirit to break off. And when you come back, you're going to be like the man inside the Bible where your shadow is just going to cause things to break off of people. This whole road. God said you have an assignment to the young women that walk in this door. Every last one of y'all. Y'all need to get on one row of peace. And just go down the line. You're not too old. I keep hearing that. I just told you, Moses was 80 years old when that assignment came through. You're not too old. You're not too old. And God said he's going to do it for your son. It's the son that you're praying for. God said he's going to do it. God just heard God say, yeah, tell her right now he's been released. Because you was over here, God, what about me? Oh, I can hear, baby. I can hear. Don't go nowhere. Don't, don't, don't slag. Don't slag. Come on back over here. Come on back. Come on back. I'm a bad. You should be praying with me right now. Come on back. Don't leave it. Don't leave the post now. That sun is on your heart. So bad that it te it's tearing your heart up. And the enemy wants to give you a heart attack and a stroke over worries. Again. But God said he's going to restore them. And his restoration, your healing and release is going to come through his re Your restoration is going to come through his release. I hear by the summer, you're going to hear something you have been waiting on for a while. It's coming. Every woman in here that has a child, from this day forward, if you have not walked out this building with some oil, get you some oil in your hand. From this day forward, Anoint your children and yourself before you walk out of your house. Husband, anoint your wives. Wives, anoint the children. And you all pray before you live. Healing. 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 Even in the bones. Can these dry bones live? Yes, they can. Mm -hmm. God, she's holding on to the promise, God. To this day, I declare and decree that it is so. In the name of Jesus, God, she sits quietly, but because she want to be in your presence, God, we thank you for giving her the desire to put the dance in her feet one more time. Come on. One more time, God. Hey, God. I don't know who you got family overseas, but God, I send the word overseas in the name of Jesus. Hashe, God, peace. Restoration, peace, restoration, and peace, restoration, and peace. Your marriage would not be the same after today. Because he's going to line up and you're going to submit.
Because there's some areas that God needs you to come on and just submit and let the man of God do what he needs to do. You have to trust him. You have to fully trust. Don't stop moving. Stay on that area. Come on back. You have to trust him fully. You have to trust him fully. You have to. Because the assignments on his life, it's almost like, I'm not going to say he needs your permission, but it's like a certain blessing that he needs from you to move forward with some things that he has for the Lord. Let him. If you got a problem with him, talk to God. Every head has a head. His head is God. But then you ask God to grace you how to come to him with things. Women, stop putting a lot of things on your husbands. We put too much on them. Some things we got going to be quiet. And just talk to God. Some healing in the body is because of stress. Internal stress. Come on, y'all. We got to do better. Everybody understand the assignment? Are you sure? You understand? Amen. I am so done. So let me tell you something. Last I want to tell you this. When God is ready to deal with your enemies, make sure you're hiding. Make sure you're hiding. And I'm going to leave you with what my apostle Heidi Ellis say. Find your place. Get in your place. Stay in your place. And go with God. Musicians of this house, I declare and decree. I need y'all to start fasting before y'all walk up in here. Anoint your hands and fast. I guarantee you the sound will change. Amen. Amen. Be blessed. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah! Hallelujah! Satan, I put you on notice right now in the name of Jesus. I command you right now in the name of Jesus that you will not have any place in this place today. In the name of Jesus, I place the blood over every ear that is open to hear today. I place the blood over every person that's here to see today. The blood of Jesus, I command you, Satan, not to touch our children, not to touch the people of God in this place today. I seal you in the blood that no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. I bind every retaliation spirit right now in the name of Jesus. I need my intercessors to wage war just for a few seconds because I see the lurking of the enemy. I break his power. Rikushi 
session for you. I'm crying because these are intercessory tears because God is crying out. The Holy Spirit is crying out for you, man, to save you. To redeem you. To restore you. To bring the joy of the Lord to be your strength. Things you believe in God and hoping for. Where you need change at. Where you need newness at. Where you need even restoration for the people around you. God said, I need you to release it. God said, I need you to cast your cares upon him for he cares for you. I need you to begin to just, you need to, you need to just cry out unto the Lord and just begin to tell him all about it. And God said he's concerned about you. God said he's concerned about you. He's kept you. He's protected you. He's watched over you. God said you will succeed. You will not fail. You will not fail. You will not fail. You will not fall into the pitfalls and traps of others, of those that even been around you. Them friends, aren't they friends? Them associates. They not. I know what Holy Spirit said. And the God just wants you to be mindful. Mindful. Because people are crying out for you. Praying and interceding for you. You don't even know it. You don't even realize the magnitude of it. Even as she said, where the enemy comes to, to snatch the male seed, I command you not to die. I command you not to give up. I command you to stand. 
Orekasiko Isiko no kush Akisika Okushika Ekisiko Okushika Yino Esiko nevase Oh there's a fire right there There's a fire right there You better release it right now I'm telling you man You better release it right now Ushikena You better let them tears flow Because God is breaking it today He's breaking it today Isiko maniaya sukumaya Bring me the oil, bring me the oil. Oh my. Oh my. Shinima Kano Roma, Muni Kinai, Lukuni, Iki Teta, Rokota Tete, Rikatoko Sama, Ekutus, Akasoko, Akasaka, Yonoya, Nanaya, Nanaya, Rest for his soul right now. Peace right now. Oh, God is covering you. There's a fresh hedge of protection over you right now. No weapon that's formed against you will prosper. I decree and declare you're sealed in the blood. It's not coming now, you're dwelling. 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 Hallelujah. Stand up, woman of God. What's your name? Tammy, Tammy. Who invited you today? Tell me the Holy Spirit, we're going to do something before you leave today, but again, you already told me to do that earlier, but God is, is bringing you into a place of newness, uh, a place of restoration. <clears throat> there are some things that God is Restructuring for you. I need you to hear me. He's restructuring. I, I see things being reorganized. Um, just newness. Um, God said he's dropping off the dead things. You, you hear it? It's the dead things that he's dropping off. The stuff that doesn't mean you any good. The stuff that thought... You know, it was good for you, but it wasn't. And God is going to just elevate you. Yes. I'm talking about quickly. Yes. There's a quickness that God is going to do for you. A quick, fast turnaround. And he's elevating you because the dead things are falling off. I'm telling you, that stuff is, is just falling off. It's not to be mentioned. 
is not to be concerned about. It's not to be thought about. Because everything that's dead that's falling off, God said he's pruning you. And he said once he prunes you, he allows more fruit to grow. He allows things to begin to flourish again. Because God is allowing you to flourish again. He's restoring the joy of the Lord upon your heart. Where that smile will begin to radiate and begin to, it's, it's contagious. Your smile is contagious. And the joy that the enemy tried to bury, God said, I'm, re I'm resurrecting that thing. And I'm bringing you to the forefront. There is elevation for you. I don't know what type of work you do, what area you work in, but God is favoring you. I'm telling you, he's favoring you above all others. And so God said, just continue to believe and trust in him and know that I am elevating you to your next. And your joy is being restored. Amen. Whatever's left, let it be gone. <laughs> Amen. God bless you, woman of God. Stand up real quick, Pastor Glenn and Pastor Debbie. Prophet Jack, well, she, she went downstairs already. That's fine, that's fine. No, 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 you do Pastor Nice is up there. Pastor Nice, I, I want you to I want you to to throw to throw throw fire at them. I want you to throw fire at them. Yeah, it's gone. Throw, like, throw fire at them. As Pastor Venice is throwing, she's throwing fire at you all. And what happens is, God said, God said, I've so anointed you that there is a consuming fire around you all. And that nothing will penetrate, nothing will hinder, nothing will stop what God has put in progression, what God has put into motion. God said, I am throwing fire at you. God said, I am surrounding you. I am encompassing you. I am putting forth the flame of fire. God said, even as that the, the burning bush. The fire was burning, but the bush was not consumed. Yes. Because God said, I've laid a fire at your feet, man and woman of God. And God said, I'm getting ready to begin to allow you to step into some areas of connection. I'm getting ready to step you in some areas of networking. There's some people that you come in contact with, and God said, you got to lay the fire on them. I'm telling you, God said, the fire that I'm releasing upon you today, God said he's ordained and orchestrated some things to come into connection. Some people that he's allowed to come into your pathway. And God said, you're going to be responsible for igniting them and to begin to put some deposits in them and to begin to push them and to begin to propel them. Oh, I hear God. God said, even as I pushed and prepared you for ministry, even from day one when you first walked into the doors of God's house and prayer at 9118 South Ashton, God said, you all will have the same 
same anointing to begin to push, to begin to encourage, to begin to put deposits in. And you're going to begin to lay hands, Pastor Debbie. God said, don't be, he said, don't be fearful when he tells you to lay hands on certain people. And God said, he's going to allow you because the fire is going to flow through your hands. And God said, that fire that I'm placing upon you, it will begin to ignite and it will begin to consume. God said, the fire that's on you is going to break sin off people's life. Because you were not ashamed in the sin that you were in before you were born again. And God had to bring you through some things. God had to deliver you from some things. And he's giving you that particular burden and that weight for those who are bound by sin. And God said, when you lay hands on them, that's going to be a fire. And there's going to be a breaking of the yoke. I see the power of the Holy Ghost. Pastor Glenn, you will hear. You will hear and you will obey. You will hear and you will obey. You will hear and you will obey. God said, you do not doubt him. You do not doubt the instructions that I give you. Do not doubt the voice of God ministering to you. God said, be free. And God said, be obedient and yield to the instructions that he's given you. You will stand. You will stand. And you will persevere and you will overcome. Because the fire of God. And the fire follows you. So in other words, as you walk and as you go, fire is flowing behind you, the flames. So with everything that is, whoever's following you, they're going to be ignited in that same fire. Because your footsteps will set the pathway. And God is ordering your steps. He said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighted in your pathway. I anoint your feet today. <laughs> I anoint your feet today, man of God. I submit to you and I anoint your feet. I surrender and I command the power of the blood of Jesus to flow through you like never before. Yes, Father. Seal them in the blood. I seal them in the blood. Amen. I'm going to be obedient. I heard the Lord say that every word that's been spoken against your ministry, we cancel it. It will not prosper. I thank God that God is growing you in leaps and bounds. This word that prophet has spoke about understanding the assignment. You've been sent for this time. You have an assignment on your life. And I don't care what devil try to figure it out, understand, talk against it. It will not prosper. You will go forth, Pastor Glenn, Pastor Debbie. You will go forth. This is not the time to retire. This is the time to go forth and move and do what God has called you to do. You have a unique gift on your hands, both of you all, where you can reach beyond different creeds and colors. God has anointed you and blessed you that you can talk to the ones in 
all. Don't take it light and don't discount what God has given the both of you all. He has anointed you for this. He has graced you for this. It's already been sealed. It's done. You got the gift. You got the word. You Most importantly, you have the anointing that's going to carry you in this season. Move in it. Don't hold back. Don't be fearful. Don't try to reason and figure it out in your own intellect. Go with God in this season. He got you. He will not let you fail. He won't let you fail in this thing. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Sister, Ma Sister Margie, God, God, God is, is, is <laughs> he's heard, seen every one of your tears. The things that you cried out to him concerning everything. And God said, you've been carrying the weight too long. And God said, this is your time that you have to begin to release and allow the burden to be at his feet. Because God cares for you, woman of God. And God said, it's not healthy for you to carry this burden. <laughs> he said, it's not healthy for you to continue to carry the burden. God said, you have to release, let it go. Allow peace to rest upon your heart. God has taken the burden. He has taken the weight, woman of God. And God said, you will stand, you will persevere. And I decree and declare that the joy of the Lord is being restored unto you right now by the power of the name of Jesus Christ. I command you to rise up in the victory that he's given you. He's given you the victory. Huh. God said they want you to be at peace. Your family, your loved ones around you, they want you to be at peace. And God said, I'm giving you peace today. I'm giving you rest for your weary soul. He said, all you have to do is just release it and let it go. And cast that care upon him. He cares for you, woman of God. I'm telling you, he's seen every one of your tears in the midnight hour. Every time you were laying in that bed and just crying and asking God, why did this have to happen? God, why did it have to go that way? God, why did it have to go this way? I'm telling you, he heard you, woman of God. And God said, I am going to, I'm already, I've done it. I've restored you. All I need you to do is walk in it. Walk in it, woman of God. Walk in it. You got too much left in you. Head up, Yes, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now, Heavenly Father, I seal her in the blood. I decree and declare blessings, miracles, healing, strength, prosperity to be her portion. Joy is her portion. Grace is her portion. Favor is her portion. 
And I thank you, Lord, for watching over her, for strengthening her, for keeping her, God. And I thank you that she's cast her cares upon you, for you care for her father. And God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your anointing. We thank you for your words of wisdom today. We thank you for your words of knowledge today. We thank you for the anointing, God, that rested upon this place today, Father. Thank you for the words that were released. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you for your grace and mercy, Father. I pray that none of us leave out this place the same way we came in. And that, God, there will be an anointing that is upon our life that will remain. In Jesus' name. I need those of you all who can to get a seed in your hand and then we're going home. The Holy Spirit told me to sow. We're going to sow and we're going to go. Y'all get your seat in your hand. Brother Sam's going to take care of you. Come on, Ace. You're doing it. Sister Penny, I'm going to pray and I'm just going to release blessings over your life. I don't know if anybody was here to meet the need for your ride, but I'm believing God that whatever you have need of, God's going to supply it. We don't have all the answers in the physical. We don't have all the answers in our natural being. But God has all the answers. And God has kept you and protected you for many years. He's guided you along the way. And whatever thing that God has placed in your heart, has placed in your hands, placed at your feet, God has given you the ability to overcome. So we're praying and we're standing in agreement that God will order your steps and he will continue to supply and meet all of your needs. So Heavenly Father, I thank you, Lord, for Sister Penny, God. I thank you, Lord, for the grace that's upon our life. I thank you for healing her body, for covering her in the blood of Jesus. Thank you for giving her wisdom, giving her guidance, God. Thank you, Lord, for making a way for her. I pray that, Lord, she will continue, Lord, to seek you first, the kingdom of God and your righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto her, God. I thank you, Lord, that you're going to encourage her. You're going to uplift her spirit. That, Lord, she will not be weary and well-doing. For in due season she shall reap if she faints not. I decree miracles over her life. I decree peace and prosperity and strength and healing and your anointing to rest upon her, God. And that you will cover her as she goes to and fro for the things that are necessary for her to do on a day-to-day -day basis. And God, we thank you, we praise you, and we seal her in the blood that no weapon is formed against us shall prosper. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. amen. God bless you, Sister Penny. Amen. Amen. Everybody sold the one to sow. Y'all can get that seat together. We can get a lead down from this place. Um, wow. Um, God is, is just, he's so good to us. And then we just believe God that he's doing great things. And I'm grateful that he was able to move in this house and 
stir us up. And, and the woman of God came and just set the atmosphere on fire. Powerful word of God. We understood the assignment. And I'm telling you, just who needed to be in the building is in the building. If you made it here, thank God you're here. <laughs> Those of you all watching online, if you made it, you're watching online, God bless you, you made it. You needed to be here in the presence of God. But I thank God for you, Prophetess Jackie, Elder Daniels. I need you both to stand up. Matter of fact, I need both of you all because I got to be obedient to the Spirit. Y'all okay. It's going to be all right. We're a little bit over, but it's going to be fine. Come on, Pastor Nisha, stand with me. I need the oil real quick. I don't know what we Oh, I see it. Come on, sir. Yes, that's fine. Today it's broken. I'm getting ready to break it all off. The Holy Spirit told me he's breaking it all the way off. He's breaking it all the way off. The enemy has been on attack. He has tried to infiltrate he has tried to penetrate. He has used every kind of tactic to destroy and to begin to abort the plan that God has set in motion for the two of you all. And on this day, I'm commanding and demanding the power of the anointing that the yoke will be destroyed. The enemy has desired to sift you all as wheat. He's desired to try to break you down. And I'm telling you, it was nobody but the enemy. There's no way that the, the power that you possess, that you all have should have gone through the health challenges that you went through. I know it was an attack. My wife, have been, my wife and I have been praying about it. And I'm breaking it. We're breaking it today. So as we stand here and we stand in agreement and we surround you all as man and woman of God, as husband and wife, as leaders to the body of Christ. Father God, I break every yoke of the enemy that has tried to come in to break, to destroy, to devour this relationship, to break and devour this anointing to break and devour the covenant, to break and devour the unity between them, the unity between their children and them. I come up against every trick and trap of the enemy today. I command the enemy to release and break the hole off of them in the name of Jesus. There will be no attack of their body. There will be no sickness, no disease, no illness, no unusual accidents, no unusual types of things that will come upon their body. I bind the hand of sickness and disease 
right now. I decree that by your stripes they are healed. I place the blood over their mind, over their brain, over their ears, their eyes, their yes. mouth, their nose, their teeth. I speak mouth life over their lips, over their lungs, over their kidney, their small intestine, their large intestine, their colon, their spleen, their pancreas. I speak life over their heart, their arteries. I speak life over their circulatory system, respiratory system, God. I speak life over their nervous system on today, Father God. Their cerebral system, their skeletal yeah. system, God. I speak yeah. life over every bone, over every joint, over yeah. every tendon, over every ligament, over their pinky toe, their big toe. I speak blessings over their fingers, their thumb, their index, God, their pinky finger, God. I speak yeah. healing over them right now in the name of Jesus, their wrist, God, every limb, God, their shoulders, God, their arms, their legs, their knees, their shin, their calves, their thighs. I speak healing, God, in the name of Jesus. No weapon that's formed against them shall prosper, God. I come up against every hex, every vex, every witch, every warlock, every soothsaying spirit, every spirit of divination. I break it in the name of Jesus. I seal them in the blood right now by the power of the Holy Ghost. Seal them in the blood. Seal them in the blood. Satan, you can't have them. <laughs> they belong to Jesus Christ. They belong to the Lord. And I speak strength to their body. Strength to their heart, to their mind, to their spirit. That they will run on and continue to run this race. They will stand and they will be steadfast unmovable, always abound in the work of the Lord. Yes. And I seal their children in the blood. Yes. That they will go forth and succeed and obey and do the things that God has put in their hands to do as their children see them as an example of leading and, and worshiping and praising and doing the work of the ministry. I pray that, that mantle rests upon each and every one of their children, God. That you're anointing them for a specific time and season and purpose in this walk of life. And Father God, right now, I release prosperity over each and every one of their children, over their life. I break poverty. I break lack. There will be increased overflow. Every need shall be met, and you shall continue to supply their needs by the power of the blood of Jesus. And it is so. And it is so. And it is so. And you said you give seed to the soul. <laughs> For as long as the earth remains, there will be seed time and harvest. And God, I thank you that they are faithful in their sowing and their seeding. And we seal them in the blood. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. That thing is lifted. That thing is lifted. Oh my God, is Tammy or is it Tiffany or Tammy? Come on up. Nothing attached to this seed, but the Holy Spirit told me to sow into your life today. 
So receive that. Yes. And that's yours. No strings attached. Amen. We're just blessing you as the Holy Spirit says to bless you. Amen. 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 Thank you all. Uh, this is my first time here, and um, I got to know some people when I came in. And thank you for your kindness, and um, I hope to be back soon. Thank you. Appreciate you. Amen. We give God praise. Listen, um, and like any other first-time guest, I know Sister Tammy was here for the first time. Uh, she was invited out by um, Deacon Ryan and Prophetess Karen. Any other first-time guests that we made this? Any other first-time guests? Amen. Appreciate you all. Listen, let's stand to our feet. You all continue to uh, pray for uh, Sister Elsa and the Trevino family as um, they prepare today for um, the wake of our uh, father. I'm not, I'm not even looking at Minister C because he's a. <laughs> oh, God. Pray for your husband, Sister Elsa. You know, he needs much prayer. <laughs> Uh, I know what he meant, what he was doing. It's all good. But um, the sister Elsa, it's getting ready to be magnified for what God has truly called you to do. I'm telling you, you're going to be the one that's going to break the yoke. He's going to use you in the midst of it. You will magnify God in such a way in these coming days, they can't deny his power. Oh my God. And God is gonna allow you to walk in it with grace and with compassion and with peace. Watch God use you. Come on you all, lift your hands. Just allow that peace to to saturate your heart as we prepare to leave. You see how everything calm, the quietness, that's the peace that God's going to give you throughout the course of this week. He's going to grace you with. Everything will be well. Heavenly Father, we thank you for everything our eyes have seen, our ears have heard, God. We thank you for the man and woman of God coming to release the word today, God. We thank you for using her in a mighty way. And we pray that everything she gave out today that you will restore back unto her, God that virtue and praise God and, and worship and anointing will be upon her on today, God. And Lord, I thank you, Lord, for allowing your Holy Spirit to be free in this place today, that we were able to minister and able that you are using us, God, to encourage and uplift the hearts and minds of your people. And God, we speak life today. We speak strength today. For those who are dealing with sickness in their body, we speak strength. We pray for Deacon Jerry that his back will be restored, God. His muscles, his knees, his legs, everything will be strengthened, God. We thank you for Sister Carolyn being now restored in her strength that she can be here, God. That they are strength one to another. Any person that's under the sound of my voice that's dealing with sickness and disease, we speak life today. I thank you for Sister Bridget. She's here that God is covering her and strengthening her. Sister Bridget Horace is covering her and strengthening her, God. And Lord, we speak life throughout the course of this week. We call for unexpected income, increased favor, promotion, and that, God, you will supply and meet all of our needs. And we ask you, Father, to keep us protected as we go to and fro throughout the course of this week and throughout this day. Bless every mother. Bless every family. And, God, we thank you. We praise you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. God bless you. Have a great week. We love you.